0: I said welcome to welcome to the
1: Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther, Angel Crano. Welcome to Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio. In Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill no.
1: Happy Sunday, Andrew. Happy Sunday. We gotta start with like big news right out of the gate. What's that? Hot, fiery must be talked about news. What's that? Joe Shibeli thought Conor McGregor was Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? All I've thought about I I almost walked into traffic like 3 times since Wednesday. Like just going like he he thought he thought Mike Tyson was Conor McGregor. What? Like he thought Conor McGregor was Mike T- What? What? What?
0: <laughs> was that his all-time worst answer? Like worst question that he's ever missed on Joe Chabeli no.
1: That's not even, like, I don't even feel like it was a question. Like, now I feel like he needs, we need to do, like, a psychiatric evaluation.
0: I don't know, man. You know, I put out that thing on Twitter. Like, what's the worst question he missed? I mean, he thought Muhammad Ali.
1: But Muhammad Ali is another. Boxer. Forget boxer. Black American man. But they sound
0: nothing alike.
1: But they're from, like, they're both pre-Chibelli. Conor McGregor is a current Irishman today. <laughs> and I made
0: sure in that clip I put in him saying Fook. Unbelievable. It would be like hearing
1: like, you know what, that's fake news. And he's like, uh, Hillary uh, Clinton, <laughs> the guy, Arnold Drummond that you played on that one podcast last week. He's like, is that Bart Scott?
0: So you're telling me the last time we were here in the Smut studio was Thursday. It's now Sunday night. You have just been- re- Do you remember that- uh, You've been replaying this over in your do you head? you remember
1: that Lewis Black joke, the old Lewis Black bit about like, uh, if it weren't for my horse, I never would have gotten to college. Do you know that bit? I don't uh, know, I know that bit. It's a great bit. bit. Go look up. I think it's on his first Comedy Central special. He overhears somebody at the mall. Some girl go, you know, if it wasn't for my horse, I never would have made it through college. And he turns around to go, like, how, what is that possible? And she's gone. And he's like, and then that just kept going through my head. It kept going through my head. He's like, and then one, I was like, I was afraid that one day I'd just wake up dead in a bathroom of an aneurysm. <laughs> like, that's how aneurys- People go, we don't know how aneurysms happen. I think it's when you hear something like that and you just never get an answer. For my horse, for
0: my horse. For is for that, my is horse. that why you didn't play pool volleyball yesterday? You, you, were, you were in a corner contemplating Shabella.: I was
1: doing the uh, I was doing the Zach Galifianakis and the Hangover thing. It was just like me in a room, math going <laughs> by.
0: <laughs> I was surprised because you you're always so good about responding. And
1: uh, yesterday was just a shit. No, show it's fine. Day. I yeah. don't
0: care. I didn't take it personally. But we were like, "Where's Joe?"
1: It was yeah. fun. Yeah. How was it?
0: Well, the WeHo crew rolled.
1: Yeah. Now you have a crew.
0: Well, I wanted to do, at one point, I wanted to do gays versus straights, because we had three straight guys and three gay guys. Yeah. But they had me basically, they said, well, Ruther, you're already playing with two gay guys, so it is the straights versus gays. Yeah. So, of course, everybody laughed at that. But, dude, the gay guys could play. Apparently, apparently that's a thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Drew, Pool
1: volleyball in the gay
0: community? I don't know. Drew, Drew did pretty good. His boyfriend did pretty good. Mike Nice is like six four. Right. So, and I know he, he's an athletic guy, too. So, yeah, they, they actually, to be honest, they were probably some of the best players we've had.
1: I mean, you shouldn't say it all shocked. Like, this is 2018, man. Gays can be get a pool volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shabelli didn't know fucking Conor McGregor. Anything is possible! <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. God. Yeah, the Chabelli thing, man. Blinking guy.
1: If, I, I I think I pulled my neck doing blinking guy memes. I
0: got to pull that whole clip. That that <laughs> yeah. game, That I, I got to pull that whole clip for that game. That was, in my opinion, the best game we've had ever. <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't just Conor McGregor. Dude, he literally, at the end of the Friends clip, after you and I were saying, reruns are on in every country, and how would you not recognize it? He just goes... Well, what show is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you go, friends, Shabelli. Friends. Like Mash?
1: You know, forget <laughs> it. Just he's listening right now. He's like, what the fuck is Mash?
0: <laughs> yeah, he uh he has no clue. Prendo, can we comment on my place? We gotta we gotta give some kudos to my upgrades.
1: You got Are you proud of me? You got a ceiling fan. Which if you're watching live, you can see the reflection of on Harambe's face.
0: Yeah, Harambe's face is just vibrating. Yep.
1: Yeah, nice. What what else did I miss? You got blinds? I
0: got blinds. Got a new shower curtain, new shower rod, okay. new toilet seat.
1: Wow. I mean, I didn't go in your bathroom, so I didn't know about all those. Yeah. But congratulations.
0: You and the mayor, the more I get to know him, are very similar people. You, you well, both- you,
1: s- you sent me a message asking me if I could put up a ceiling fan, and I was like, I don't do electric. I learned that from Lachlan Patterson. I've done a lot of work with Lachlan. Lachlan's like, I don't fuck with electric. He goes, you fuck up one time, you shock yourself, your heart stops, it's over. I was like, I don't fuck with wires. So you were like, can you set up my ceiling fan? I'm like, nope, I'm out. And then you're like, the mayor said the same thing, but then the mayor did set it up.
0: Well, his girlfriend actually.
1: His girlfriend's an electrician.
0: Was the one trying Saturday? They, I didn't. They just marched in here and they're like, we're handling this. Okay. Like, okay. And I was cooking the fuckboy uh, scramble. I go, okay. And it didn't work the first time. And then they said, we're going to come back at it tomorrow because we gotta play, we got to play pool volleyball. And the mayor took control today. Like, he was possessed. He came, in, he came in here last night after my show at like 11. And he was on YouTube, on his iPad. Just He's like, I, I'm going to get this.
1: I like that you've already broken the lamp, too.
0: Yeah, i got to get that replaced
1: already. Literally, you, before you even got it working, you broke the lamp?
0: I know. It looks good, though. But back to my point: you guys are very similar. Yeah, I, I've noticed Italian guys very clean. Uh, you're you're good at doing st- like you're good
1: Italian at- guys. Italian the Italian folks are tidy. Yes, I, Italian Americans, well, I, even Italians are tidy. They're not clean. Italian like Italians in Europe, they like they're like don't waste water. They, they pour a bucket over themselves. They shower. Like the bathrooms in Italy. When I go visit my family in Italy, the bathroom is just a bathroom with a, sh- a shower head on the wall and like a drain in the floor. You just shower in the bathroom. It would be like there's no shower. You're just like, all right. What? Right. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. That's just the way it is. You just shower, like the whole room is the shower. This is a drain in the middle of the floor. Interesting. Yeah. But well, I think I've told the story. They, We had my Italian cousins come over and visit all the time. And they used to come into my house first. And then they'd go to my aunt and uncle's house after. They'd do like a little tri-state area loop. And uh, my aunt, my dad's brother's wife, was like, you know what? Next time they come, send them here first. And she didn't fuck around. She wasn't like Italian Italian. She was like Jersey Italian. She was like, here's a bar of soap. Here's a razor. <laughs> Shave your fucking armpits. Bathe every day. Like, we're not fucking around. You guys got to get clean. And then they started coming to our house all clean. I was like, thank you, Aunt Rose. We really appreciate it. Come all stinking at BO. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. What, ha- that's what happened. We had- but tidy tidy uh, folks, the Italian-Americans, we like to be clean, you know? But you're also Folk like,
0: at- you, and you and the mayor also, like, you nudge me towards maybe you should do this to your place. Maybe you should do this. It's the same method. It's the same method.
1: Yeah. Just be classy. Yeah. You know? You're not in Cincinnati anymore. I'm not.
0: I'm not in Cincinnati you put anymore. Up,
1: you can't just put up shit on the walls you stole from Applebee's and call it a fucking day. <laughs> got my fucking, I got my Bengals comforter, some fucking local news clippings, and a fucking frame on the wall, my college collage. Did we did we fire that into the atmosphere yet? Where's that thing?
0: I think it's underneath my bed right now. <laughs> Can we can we fucking
1: auction that off on the no, internet? No, I'm
0: keeping the college collage.
1: Just you eating a fucking bratwurst in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if I lost that Polaroid?
0: That was a fun night, by the way. I was what would happen if ripped. I lost that
1: digital print I once printed out on a fucking printer?
0: That was the night I almost had sex with a 16-year-old girl. Which is legal in Germany for everybody watching. It's legal. I was 20, she was 16. Fully
1: We're not going down this wormhole again.
0: <laughs> fully legal. I just want to put that out there. Oh, I was so mad at my buddy for C-blocking me. You ever had somebody inadvertently C-block you? Oh, yeah, a million times. We're walking to go back to my hotel room, me, me and her, and my buddy yells from across the street, Hey, guys, McDonald's is open, late night food. And she's like, Oh, yeah, let's go get McDonald's. And I was like, w- what, what? <laughs> like, she was all about going back to my hotel to hook up. And I'm like, I was already making out with her. Like, what? She's like, yeah, let's get some food. It was like 4 a.m. And I walk and I looked at my dude. I was like, what the fuck, man? Why'd you yell at us? You, you saw me and her walking back. Like, I almost wanted to fight him. Looking, yeah. looking back, maybe a good move.
1: To not have sex with a 16-year-old? Yeah. Maybe a good move. I mean.
0: Even though, even though, again, it was legal in Germany. Yeah,
1: I'm going to quietly disagree. You think I should? You were 20. Look at you now. How old are you now? 35? 36. You act like you're 14. Like, you at 20 must have been like an 8-year-old. It's like, yeah, who wants ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) Take a boiler order to me eating this sausage. It looks like a wiener. I'm going to put it in a collage. Age is a number.
0: Funny, somebody just left that comment on YouTube. Yeah.
1: Cuz I say it all the time.
0: Yeah, you're right, Prano. I'll give you that. Age is just a number. Uh, you want to get to some sports? This is a sports podcast. Yes, I do. Are uh, you text away? Uh, people are coming in hot with their takes on your boy Tiger Woods.
1: What's the takes?
0: We have a few calls.
1: Are we are we playing calls? You want you want to wanna... we already do this? On what? Didn't we already do the Tiger Doesn't Win a Major podcast? Didn't we already already go down this wormhole? Yeah, but I
0: like getting you riled up.
1: I'm not going to get riled up. You're not? No. Why not? Did did Tiger win today? No, he didn't. See my thoughts on Tiger from every other podcast. All right,
0: grab grab the headphones. Oh, God. Grab the headphones. Grab the headphones. Let's do it. Let me see what we got here. We have two calls about Tiger. I, I gotta I gotta give I gotta play your boy, Matt Boonstra. Cause he came at me today, too. I gotta play your boy. Alright, so this is Matt Boonstra. So he was responding to my tweet, which basically for the record, my tweet was
1: was was exactly what I've said a million times. Just the
0: hypocrisy.
1: Yeah. And also and also the wanting to stand for like not bad, not good people. When there's great people out there that are succeeding regularly and people want to shit on them, LeBron or otherwise.
0: Yeah, so I tweeted uh, Tiger Woods has not won a major in 10 years. I find it hilarious that people call anyone who appreciates LeBron James LeBron Sexuals. In that 10 year span, LeBron has been the best player in the league we need a name for Tiger Woods fans who continue to hold on to the past. Now, he did end up agreeing with my tweet once he's like, oh, now I understand what you mean, which I thought it was pretty obvious. But anyway, here is what, uh, here's what Matt had to say on, uh, on the Skype hotline.
2: Andy, Joe, Matt Boonstra, number one Tiger Slurper, Still coming down off that high from that final round 64. What a fucking ride that was. Um, I, I need you guys to fucking relax on just beefing with people about Tiger. I, you guys don't get it, and that is fine. Just let it be. I don't understand why you guys are getting so fucking triggered about it. The dude is back, back, top tens and majors, making crazy Sunday runs.
1: Everyone's just fucking happy to see it. Let it go. For fuck's sake.
2: Anyway, um, condoms are for that cunt Urban Meyer. Hope he goes down. Hope he does present time. Fuck that guy. Go blue.
1: I here's why I don't understand it. First of all, he's not winning. And second of all, he's not a good person. And third of all, Brooks Kepka, or whatever the fuck his name is, who won today, and I don't watch golf, but this guy's won three majors. In a little over a year, he won two U.S. Opens and the PGA Championship. He's the second-ranked golfer in the world. Jerk off over him. You're like a fucking Golden State Warriors fan that's talking about Monte Ellis still. How about Steph Curry? How about the new guy who's really, really, really good? How about him? Stop living in the fucking—why? Why? Why? It's like the people who came at me when I shit on Carmelo Anthony. They're like, oh, you know why he's going to be good for the Rockets? Because he scores 17 points a game. Give it up. It's over. You're jerking off. He didn't win again. He choked again. He missed a fucking birdie that was going to give him a shot again. He He didn't hit a fairway the whole day again. He didn't win. Why are people Let me let me just say something. Great. Tiger Woods finished second in a major championship today. Fantastic. It's a it's a great accomplishment to to finish second. You know what else is a great accomplishment? Making a career in comedy. I make my living doing stand-up comedy and doing podcasts, right? I'm very proud of myself. I I go out regularly and feature for headliners. I headline On occasion, right? Very happy to go down to San Diego and feature for Eddie Ift. So excited to get paid. You get paid, you get put up in a nice place. It's fucking awesome. Okay. I'm very proud of what I do. If I someday become the greatest comedian in the history of comedy, I sell out Madison Square Garden. And then I fuck up. I become addicted to drugs. I get into a fucking international scandal. And I start fucking skanks that ruins my entire career. And I return to featuring for Eddie Ift in La Jolla. Don't say I'm back. It will be the most offensive thing that you could ever do to me. If I sell out Madison Square Garden and then also do 25 minutes in La Jolla and you say, Branos back, I'll fucking kill myself. Doesn't mean I'm not proud of what I've done. Doesn't mean it's not an accomplishment. But if I reach the highest level and then return to being another guy on the bill, please, please, please do not get excited about it. He's not back. There was a time where he won every golf tournament ever. Now you're jerking off because he's second. This is like Michael Phelps not drowning and people being excited about it. He won eight gold medals at the Olympics. Could you imagine if five years from now he just swims in a race and you, you go, he takes second at the fucking world championships and you guys freak out? He won eight gold medals. Stop freaking out that he didn't drown in a pool. He's not back. When you win every major across a year, and then you take second, you're
0: not back. That's not being back. Well, well, look, we might disagree on what it takes for him to get back, but he for sure has to win a major. Who gives a shit? Well, look, I've said this before, and I'll reiterate what I've said. I understand why people get all hyped because of the marketing and because of the whole thing Tiger had. But again, it's true. Until he wins... But also, let's
1: stop pretending the guy's coming back from cancer. Let's stop pretending that Tiger hurt his back lifting children out of a car accident where they flipped and went off a bridge. He has, first of all... His injury is fucking horseshit. One, look up TMS. It's when your fucking brain convinces you your fucking back hurts because you're in a fucking international scandal for cheating on your fucking supermodel wife with whores from Perkins. Oh, his back was fused. His, he's a little bitch, for one. Two, he's not a great guy. Can we stop acting like we're rooting for this redemption story? It'd be like rooting for Lance Armstrong, returning to the top of cycling.
0: Well, it's funny you say that, actually. That was the next call, and, and I don't need to play it now, because that was, that was his point, and I thought it was a good point from the caller, saying, look, we want to root for Tiger, but we don't want to root for Lance Armstrong. Of
1: course we don't. But people get fucking brainwashed by, like... Here's
0: Nike. It's Nike no, again.
1: Here, yeah, it is it's, Nike It's again. like the MJ but thing. It's, 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 all, it's the same as MJ. It's all the things across the board. But you know what it is more than anything? It's fucking young people. The same way that you, you'll never convince somebody from the fucking 90s that ever, anybody's better than Jordan. Because there was a time when on Sunday – A dad would put his arm around his son and be like, look at this guy. How fucking good is this? How fucking great? And now your dad doesn't fucking give a shit about you anymore, and you just want that back. You want to talk to dad. You want to fucking be able to sit on the couch. Look what Tiger's doing. Our boy's back. Can you imagine that? Can you fucking imagine people getting excited that Michael Phelps takes second at the World Championships? Well, they just wouldn't. Or that Kobe Bryant fucking— Look at Kobe. Kobe's back. He scored 40 points in a game, and they fucking lost.
0: Somebody tried to make the argument today to me. It's like people not – they go, well, it's second. It's it's like people not appreciating LeBron's game one. But the truth is – LeBron
1: has made every finals for a decade. Yeah. He didn't take second once. That's not what we're talking. No one's slurping LeBron James whatsoever. If he left the Cavs eight years ago and made and made one Finals, he he had. That is the story right now. Tiger Woods has finished second in the last five years. What the fuck are we talking about? Look, man, could you imagine if I sell out football stadiums doing comedy and then suddenly I'm doing the hostel in Santa Monica with you and people go, oh, did you hear? Prano's back. He's been gone for a while, but now he's back. That time he raped that chick and fucking cheated on his wife and got addicted to Ambien, it took down his career. But guess what? I've heard he's doing fucking hostel shows with Ruther again.
0: He's back. We've never seen anything like this, in my knowledge. Like, like what you're saying is true. I've never seen it ever to say someone's back when they're not back. Like, and I'll be honest, I didn't know. Prano, this is the truth. I didn't know, because I'm like you. I don't follow golf enough. I didn't know until I looked it up today. I didn't know Tiger hadn't won a major Since 2008, I thought it was like 2010, 2011. I beef with people on Twitter all the
1: time. That's 10 years. I beef with people on Twitter all the time about Tiger, and I always like to remind them that we are beefing about Tiger Woods on an app that did not exist the last time Tiger won a major.
0: I mean, George W. Bush was the president. George W. Bush was the president the last time he won a major. We're, we're, we're three presidents ago. But
1: here's the other thing. It's Here's the, what's the worst part is we're not talking about a guy who's like everybody loved versus fucking personality or whatever and won a couple majors yeah. and now he's back. If John Daly took second today, John Daly's fucking back. People love Tiger for being the greatest golfer of all time. And now the level that you're holding him to is competing at any point in any golf tournament.
0: Yeah, you're right. That
1: just it's the saddest thing that I've ever fucking seen. It's honestly pretty disrespectful to what Tiger accomplished before. Yeah. To treat him like he's back for just being in the mix at a golf tournament. Yeah. He used to win every golf tournament. Now people jerk off that he is participating in the final round of a golf tournament.
0: Well, you know what it is? You know what I think it is? To kind of tag onto your point about People who grew up with it. It's like
1: people being excited
0: that Mario Andretti passed his driver's test. It's, I'm going to go this far. I think it's the participation trophy generation. That's what it is. It's it's people that are, I'd say, early 20s to maybe even up to my age, 35, 36, which I would consider the participation trophy generation. It's these people who don't understand you have to win. You just plain and simple. You have to win. I, you know, when Phil Mickelson competes or some of these guys who've had good careers. Again, I don't know golf, but nobody loses their mind.
1: It, it, like, it, it, just think about the level that he was once at, and just fucking dial it back. Daniel Day Lewis just retire from acting. Daniel Day Lewis is arguably the greatest actor of all time, if not one of them, can you imagine freaking out because Daniel Day-Lewis does a walk-on line on Ballers?
0: Like, fucking kill yourself. Like a guest cameo on Saturday Night Live. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Just
1: fucking relax. He's in the mix. He didn't lead today.
0: So he didn't lead today. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable.
0: Well, I'm glad I didn't watch any of it.
1: I didn't watch it either. And you know why I didn't watch it? Because Tiger was never going to fucking win it.
0: You think he'll ever win a major again? Who
1: cares? Call me when he wins five of them. Because he's the he's, well, that's what
0: he needs to break. He's Jack Nicklaus, argu-
1: arguably the greatest golfer of all time, according to everybody. But he's not right. Jack he, Nicklaus is right. But here's the thing: the screaming about him being back is offensive. Because he used to win all the fucking time. Now you're jerking off that he's just participating. It's so fucking annoying. You're ruining Twitter. You're ruining my life. You're ruining now the thirtieth straight podcast during a golf event because we have to talk about Tiger Woods not winning a golf tournament. Yeah. Also, what I don't understand, he's not a good dude. We're arguing like everybody. Why does everybody love him?
0: Well, the Perkins waitress thing. I find fascinating. That's, that's what makes him intriguing to me.
1: It's not fascinating to me. You know what tells me? He's a loser.
0: Well, look.
1: Tells me he was a nerd. He never got fucking laid. That's
0: all true. He was a nerd. He He never never got
1: laid until he was a billionaire. Of course. And then once he finally... He was so not... Able to get laid that when he was able to get laid, you he didn't know But you know why everybody do. loves him. You know what he We've is? We've already said he's this. Like, he's like a fucking kid who grows up in a family with like creepy, strange parents who are like, you're not allowed to fucking eat sugar. And then they get out on their own and they get diabetes because they eat fucking Sour Patch Kids <laughs> three meals a day. <laughs> it's like, dude, just because you're allowed to have sugar now doesn't mean you have to eat fucking Sour Patch Kids as meals.
0: Well, look, dude, you know what it is. And I've already said this again on other podcasts, the same bullshit. It's cuz America has a hard on for the redemption story. Even though he hasn't redeemed himself. That's what it is. America loves the comeback redemption story. We do. This country loves that shit. But he hasn't done it. Until he wins, it's not a redemption story.
1: But it's but the the other thing is usually you like a redemption story when people come back from something that they had to overcome. What did he have to overcome? Being a fucking douche?
0: Perkins waitresses?
1: That's his that's that's his fucking comeback story? <laughs> Oh, how did he manage to stop being such a dude? serious
0: question, serious question.
1: Had to overcome TMS?
0: George W. Bush becomes, and I don't even know how this this would work legally if he could. George W. Bush becomes president again. Tiger Woods wins a major again.
1: What's going to happen first? Is that what you're asking me? I mean, well, I don't think it's legal for one of them, so probably Tiger Woods. You can't
0: become president. It's two terms you can't run later in life? I don't
1: think so. But can you imagine if he did? Oh, what a comeback. He used to be such a douche, and now he's president again. <laughs> can you imagine if he loses next year and people jerk off about the fact that he almost won?
0: It is so funny. God, people were so heated at me on Twitter. What he did today. Well, he didn't win. Yeah. I've never seen anything like this. I haven't.
1: I've never seen anybody disrespect people that are achieving. To I've never seen people actively root against, like, is, is Brooks Kepka or whatever the fuck his name is, a rapist? Why are we rooting for a bad guy against him? It's the exact... This is why it also pissed me off. You're totally right. I have brought it up. You brought it up. LeBron James. The dude's building schools for underprivileged sh- kids. They all get a bike. They all get college tuition. $80 million is no money. Fucking little bitch. Tiger Woods is a billionaire. Fucking garbage. Perkins trash. Cheating on his wife. Fucking being a gross dad to his children. And you're like, fuck, he took second. <laughs> he was in a golf tournament. Tiger Tracker. You know there's a Tiger yes, Tracker on I saw Twitter it. I, that has existed the entire time of its existence? I saw it for the first it, time today. The entire time that, that fucking Twitter account has existed. He's never won. Tiger Woods has never won a fucking golf tournament.
0: That is kind of funny. That's an ironic silver lining.
1: Dude, is there a Danica Patrick fucking racetracker?
0: Well, guys. Jim Kelly, jaw watch. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that.
1: Except Jim Kelly was battling cancer, not being a fucking douche. He got his back fused. Yeah, because he's a bitch.
0: <laughs> I love how you said you weren't going to get worked up. Oh, you fell right into it, Prano. It's entertaining, though. You know what's going to put you in a better mood? Some new flag and anthem gear.
1: Fuck, look at me. Some flag, fag, flag and anthem. I was, <laughs> some flag and anthem pocket tee. Flag and anthem uh,
0: khaki jeans. Bro, I'm in full flag and anthem gear. I got, I got the stretch red shorts. I got the charcoal shirt. You made fun of me before the show. You go, Ruth, what size are you wearing these days? This is a small. I'm now, I'm now down to a 30 waist and a small shirt. It's too
1: much pool volleyball.
0: Yeah, I got, I got, but I e- heard you
1: took second yesterday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, guys, you can look just as good as us. If you go to flag and anthem.com and drop promo code dirty at checkout, you get 25 Percent off that order. Summer clothes are not going to be here that much longer. I
1: mean, look at this. This is a this is a fire outfit. I put this together for the first time. It's I, pretty good. I was like, yeah, this is fire. It's pretty good. With my with my gray stands, my alligator skin I'm, stands. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna one up. We're talking about following people who use the flag and anthem promo code dirty. Anybody that uses it the rest of the month gets a koozie too. Oh, I got 500 new now, koozies.
1: There's new koozies. I don't, I don't even have these. I don't even have a Thus the Process koozie.
0: 500 new koozie's just came to the Smut Studio on Friday. So if you guys go to com, drop promo code DIRTY to get that 25% off. I will also send you a koozie. Just send me a screenshot of your order. Good deal. It's a great deal. And a koozie? Keep those beverages nice and cold. A, a beer if you're like Joe. A, right. a high end soda if you're a guy like me who doesn't drink.
1: I tried to get you to come out and drink with me today. Try to get you to visit John at the uh, the Yacht Club.
0: Tell me about that.
1: Oh, It's just hilarious. The Yacht Club has that. Uh, well, first of all, when use, you- use promo code DIRTY. Get a koozie. So my brother John belongs to like a quote-unquote quote Yacht Club, and it's ridiculous. It's got a bar. It's like a serve-yourself bar. It's open 24 hours a day, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, you were saying the serve-yourself.
1: Cheap, cheap drinks. So it's a serve-yourself bar, except on Friday for happy hour from like 3 to 9 or something like that, or 3 to 10, they have a bartender. And then on the weekends from 12 to 5, they have a bartender. But it's all members, so it was John's day to bartend today. I taught him how to make a Mai Tai a couple weeks ago, and now it's his like go-to drink. He was making Mai Tais all day.
0: Mai Tai? What's in a Mai Tai?
1: Light rum, dark rum, pineapple juice, grenadine, uh, maraschino cherry. That the the, the mai tai isn't a. Uh, I think there's some. Uh, I think you can put some throw some triple sec in there or some uh the other orange fucking one the uh, the fancier version of triple sec. But the mai tai is not like a very distinct drink. Like there's a lot of different ways to make a mai tai. But I like it with just a lot of rum of different styles. Sure. A little pineapple juice, a little red juice from the cherries or grenadine, and then some maraschino cherries. What were you drinking? I was drinking Mai Tais and Miller Lights. The title of my autobiography, Mai Tais and Miller Lights.
0: A Mai tie does sound nice. Mai
1: Tais, Miller Lights, and Middling. The story of a feature that never became a headliner. <laughs> Except in Chicago in a couple of weeks, the Comedy Bar. Come see us.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked for that trip. Chicago's going to be dope. Six nights.
1: It's going to be lit. And you know I don't like saying that, it, but it but it is going to be lit. It's legit going to be lit. Like, the the freshness of the Miller Lights alone.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. I'll eat a Can
1: lot you imagine of- Cubs fans, by the way? Chicago. Cubs fans must be so turned. They won tonight on a walk-off Grand Slam. They were down 3-0 in the night, ninth walk-off Grand Slam. A hundred and however many mm. years without a— Championship? Can you imagine if this year they celebrated not finishing first in the Central? They're like, we took second, but we were so close.
0: Or losing in seven games in the World Series. We were
1: so close.
0: Yes, I'm we tellin- did it. I'm telling you, it's my theory. It's, it's the Millennial Trophy participation bullshit generation.
1: Root for winners. Remember when we used to root for winners?
0: Dude. Talladega Nights. If you're not first, you're last.
1: I mean, fuck. Straight out of my favorite movie ever, Top Gun. There's no points for second place.
0: It's true, though. It's fucking true.
1: Hey, Tiger, the plaque for the alternates in the ladies' room. I could watch Top Gun again. I could watch Top Gun every day. Yeah. You know what I watched? Because they just put it on... uh, They just put it back on Netflix. Or no, it might be on Netflix for the first time. I just watched Heat again for the first time in years. And I got to say, I love Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is one of my all-time faves. But you know who's also just a goddamn legend? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is a legend. Remember when he got really fat? Yeah, who cares? He's allowed to do that. He's a fucking legend. Val Kilmer and Heat. First of all, Top Gun, obviously. Heat, Tombstone. Tombstones, just fucking the legendary. And I know you're the not. Doors.
0: A, I, and I know you're not a fan. But I, this is a Ruther brother, at least me, my brother Greg and Brad tradition. Val Kilmer is the bad guy in MacGruber. Uh, I, yeah. I know you're
1: not into that stuff, but
0: but let but me it's put, like that's
1: the kind of thing where like but my point it is makes his, it watchable.
0: But my point is his range; he can play a, a real genius. Dude, he's hilarious in that. Uh I almost went to a party of his one time. Really? The woman kiss, I used just kiss
1: bang bang?
0: The woman I used to nanny for was going to The Saint? Yeah. When he's blind.
1: Is he blind in the Saint? No, that's out of sight.
0: Which ones were he blind with Elizabeth Shue?
1: No, the Saint he is with Elizabeth Shue, but is he blind in the Saint? I think I'll he's see. blind. Is he? I haven't seen I know, that. I know he's blind and out of sight. Is he blind in the scene?
0: But yeah, I almost went to a party at his house in Malibu, which would have been fun.
1: That'd be fucking incredible. Playing do, Morrison in The Doors.
0: Do you remember him in that episode of Entourage when he's the, when he? Did you watch Entourage? Yes. He's like the weed guy. He's got the massive greenhouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's like the Sherpa.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking legend.
0: I love Val Kilmer. He, he doesn't. He seems like a Venice guy.
1: He does. I think he lives in the sticks. I think he's like in Montana or something.
0: He's one of those guys. Yeah,
1: he's one of those guys. He lives on like a 5,000 acre ranch, something like that.
0: All right, what do we want to get into? I want to get into uh, this Jalen Ramsey thing because it's, I mean, it's, it's literally your Joe Prano podcast. It's what your latest episode is talking about.
1: Check out the latest episode of the Joe Prano podcast. I, uh, I actually just made an adjustment to the sound tonight because I realized the, a very big announcement at the end gets overlapped by my song. But uh, if you haven't listened to the new episode of the Joe Prano podcast, a three interview podcast about social media ruining comedy.
0: I think it's fascinating. I haven't listened to it yet. But I you told me the whole premise. Love it.
1: Well, first of all, I talked to Daniel Kellison, who is uh Jimmy Kimmel's production partner, Jack Hole. He did he worked with Letterman on the late show, uh, late night. He the original executive producer of Jimmy Kimmel Live, Crank Anchors, the Man Show. Uh, he's responsible for Norm McDonald's podcast, the Norm Sports Show. I mean, fucking legend. Like, he's behind he's the guy behind the guy for so many People, and then a publicist and a lawyer just about how you know social media can ruin ruin your life if, if you, you miss on a joke.
0: Well, here it is. the Jacksonville Jaguars have suspended both uh, Dante Fowler and Jalen Ramsey for one week, the team announced for violating team rules. Fowler was involved in a fight that broke out at a Jags practice. So okay, understandable whatever. Okay. But this is what happened. The scuffle was documented by the beat writer, and Ramsey responded to the beat writer with this tweet. At Philip underscore Heelman, Heilman, I don't know how it's pronounced. You know you done messed up, right? LOL, if y'all want war, we got some for y'all. I know the rest of y'all, you know who you are, gonna read this too. Just so you know. Hashtag lame reporters. I'm always gonna take up for my teammates because I know what type of men and players they're for real. Love my dogs. If you don't like it, oh well. God bless. So he had those two tweets.
1: Well, first of all, let's forget about the fact that he now gets a paid vacation from football in the preseason. He's the best corner in football, arguably, and he, like, I mean, he's the quality of player where he doesn't really need to practice anyway. His job is to lock down the best receiver on the other team. He doesn't need to be a part of a scheme. Hey, go cover that guy. He's their best player. Week one, you're on Odell Beckham. Don't let him catch any touchdown passes. So he now doesn't have to practice in the preseason and doesn't have to play in a preseason game. Wow. Horrible punishment. Also, a bigger issue, If let's say he continues to be a top corner in football for 10 years. Now we have to worry about him not getting into the Hall of Fame Right away, because he fucking called Cheddar Dicks Cheddar Dicks.
0: I don't know if there's more to it. I mean, those tweets weren't that bad, in my opinion.
1: I'm sure they just have a team rule. Tom Coughlin, president of football operations, like, we don't use computers during the season. And then they were like, well, I actually tweeted that on my phone. He's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I do need all this mumbo-jumbo about phones and satellites. Just stay off the Insta Twitter or the Face Jam, the Snap Face. Also, if you're not on time, you're five minutes late.
0: Would this have been a Tom Coffin move or the Who coach? Knows? Who knows? Who's their coach again in Jacksonville? Is it Marone or is that Buffalo's coach? No, it's Marone. Marone, okay. All these old, all these, all these old white uh, coaches—they all, they're all the same to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that as a bad thing. You're right. Wait, so I don't have to practice this week? So I'll be like every player on the Browns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Browns hard knocks discussion turned into a, uh, a a group text exchange with my brothers.
1: Yeah. What was their uh, take?
0: Pussies. They'll never win. Can't be not practicing. I said they'll win three to four games. Yeah.
1: I mean, again.
0: I like our over-under at four and a half for the Browns. Yeah. Five? Yeah, I, I like it at that. All right. And some other NFL news. Big news, actually. The NFL. Did you know this? The NFL will have male dancers this season.
1: I don't even understand it. <laughs> I don't I saw the I saw the headline and I don't understand. The the NFL doesn't have female dancers.
0: It's right? basically cheerleaders. But is it cheerleaders? The, the Rams and the Saints will each have one dude. I watched the video. It's like
1: The Rams and the Saints will each have a dude participating on the cheerleading squad.
0: Yeah. So they're cheerleaders. Yeah. But they're dancers. They're 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 choreographers. I want. <laughs> you yeah. know,
1: you know when you start just you're thinking in memes now. Like I, I feel like I think in memes. This is just sending me down into a fucking Tracy Morgan. Like nope, nope, no, 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 no.
0: You know what? I love it. You know why I love it because it just brings out the homophobia in every fucking. It it, it brings out like the. The homophobia. I shouldn't say I love the homo. I don't love the homophobia, but I love it, it exposes people. Like get those queers out of here. Which which the best part is no one watches the cheerleaders anyway. That's what I
1: was gonna say. I don't even want the cheerleaders there. So who
0: cares? It doesn't bother me. I don't care if there's dudes. I don't care if there's fucking giraffes over there. Who cares? But it's just so funny to me. But but I'll say this much: I'd rather the Watching the one dude dance at a Rams game will make me laugh, and it will... I
1: mean, how do they not have two? They don't have one for the home side, one for the away side? (laughs) What are they doing?
0: I'm looking here. Here's the, uh, his name's Napoleon. The Rams cheerleader is Napoleon Ginny's. Yeah, it's just one dude. Look at all these girls. These are the Rams cheerleaders. He's officially a cheerleader. There's like 30 chicks in him. Cause I remember one time I went to UCLA game, and there was uh there was like a high school, there was like a high school doing some sort of halftime show, and it was all chicks, and then it was like one flaming gay kid, and I just I, but like my eyes just zoom it like that kid I'm watching, cause maybe it's wrong, but I'm just I'm just giggling to myself because like he doesn't give a shit, like good for that kid, he's just out there doing his thing, he doesn't care.
1: It's just it's like we're we're going the wrong way with things how about taking all of the cheerleaders off the sideline using the 75 dollars or whatever slave labor money you pay them to like help fight cte you know like get them all no they're like no actually instead we're gonna have a dude we're gonna have a transgender we're gonna have tiger woods they've all joined the fucking cheerleading team because you know it's got to be
0: fair I'm going to get does, does this dude have a jersey?
1: I don't know. I does, don't think cheerleaders wear jerseys. Does
0: Napoleon does he have his own merch?
1: I don't know. We should have him on the show though. We should be like, "Why? Why are you doing this?"
0: What's the deal, man? I think it's a smart move by hit no, I'm reading this is an article on CNN. It's a brilliant move. It's going to help his career.
1: You know, like all the other true leaders turned famous people.
0: Yeah, but he's a dude. That's the point. When I when I was in Cincinnati, when I lived, man, there, Dancing with the Stars. It's a career move, man. Na- next thing you know, he'll be
1: hosting The Insider with fucking Mario Lopez.
0: I would do it. <laughs> I would host the the Insider with Mario Lopez. He hosts uh, Extra, by the way. Whatever. Again, I know this shit because my mom watches this crap. Yeah. Joanne will be here in two days. My mom will be in the smut studio. Now, I got to ask you, now that I brought it up, do I remove Harambe on a you cross?
1: own your shit, man. You got to own your shit.
0: What, what if she asked me to remove it? Why the, would she
1: ask you to remove it?
0: Because my mom's like...
1: Dude. My mom posted about the anthem on Facebook today. Me and my mom were beefing on Facebook. What? Yeah. No one in my, my mom posting dumb fucking anthem... Stories. What did
0: your mom post?
1: Zero fucking replies from everybody. One like from obviously some cheddar dick friend. But I was like, I ain't let mom get away with this. Mom, we're going to beef in your comments. Me and my mom, the only people in her comments, me and my mom going back and forth about the anthem.
0: What was your mom saying?
1: My mom talking about, she posted some article from fucking some, you know, the, the the headline was, oh, you'll love this.
0: Yeah, pull it up.
1: I just served my mom. It was unfortunate, but it had to happen. <laughs> <laughs> my mom posted this. Oh, my God.
0: I'm looking at these comments. My
1: mom, oh, hold on. We got a view post. My mom posts this uh, An article from Break.com because apparently my mom fucking posts. She's she's also posting chain emails. For this, or you'll have bad luck, Break.com, anti-NFL song called Take a Knee My Ass. <laughs> People have a right to protest, but NFL players need to find another way. I said, make sure to let the Navy SEAL that suggested they take a knee out of respect now and put a link to the article about Nate Boyer and Kaepernick. And then, huh, interesting article. I don't recall reading anywhere he knelt out of respect, and I just we just went back. Literally, we just went back and forth.
0: Dude, you're beefing with your mom. I'm looking at this. These are like paragraph responses. I told her the
1: thing about how like Obama took money to make the players come out, and McCain was against it. She's like, well, the answer is right in our faces. All the players go back to staying in the locker room until the anthem is over. I go, great. Also, lock down the bathroom, shut down the concession stands, and close souvenir stands during the anthem, too. God forbid any fans disrespect the anthem. And then she, like, gives me the, like, I don't know (laughs) face, like the – whatever emoji and goes with like a mom thing like be careful what you post on the internet unless you want to see it on the New York Post I'm like ma I've been saying this shit on fucking my podcast for a year
0: that's what I love is that like you're beefing with your mom on a subject you've discussed on this podcast which she's never listened to
1: my mom also like speaking of Harambe it's like very similar to like my mom came over one time and I did Jesus bobblehead. 'Cause cause I just thought I just thought the idea of a Jesus even though I'm not religious I, w- I want to bring that over here too I have a Jesus bobblehead that I've had forever because I just think that is like the epitome of like pop culture. Like, you know, you've made it when you have a bobblehead. So of course Jesus should have a bobblehead. She's like, that's sacrilegious. Yeah. Like, Why is that sacrilegious? I go, you know, people like if they give away a fucking Clayton Kershaw bobblehead, people are sleeping in the, in the streets. Yeah. Like, that's how important having the bobblehead is. I was like, in, in fact, in like twenty. Or whenever I got it I was like That's the most respectful thing That you could do for Jesus I was like I'm not even a Jesus fan I got a bobblehead like, Take that down Not only am I ta- not taking it down I'm bringing it to every apartment I ever live
0: I think she, I think my mom's gonna walk in And she knows I have it But I think she's gonna say I'm not sleeping in that bed uh, That has Harambe on a cross And I'm gonna be like Yo mom I've done a lot of dirty things To girls in that bed You're about to sleep in Yeah Which I'm not gonna say to her
1: Right you should. You should own it. You should also be like, hey, ma, you might want to get on fucking hotels.com and see what prices of hotels are in Venice and then decide whether or not you're sleeping under Harambe. You got to pick your poison in life, ma.
0: Well, my mom was also footing the bill on some very nice hotels in Pismo and San Luis Obispo. So, you know. Yeah.
1: And Pismo, if you get up there and there's a fucking Jesus Christ thing on the wall, you're going to be like, nice hotel, ma. I'll sleep here. <laughs> I'm not going to make her take down the fucking crucifix. I mean, is that any... There, fucking OJ, he's a murderer.
0: Yeah, she won't be bothered by OJ.
1: Right? He's a fucking murderer.
0: I do... You know what I do look at at night? I look at your... Where is it? Where, where's your centaur? I don't know. Have you hit my centaur? No, it's over... It's over there. I don't know. It's I'd be some- way fucking...
1: I'd be... If I lived here... I'd be way more freaked out about my mom coming over and seeing your merman than her seeing fucking Harambe. She'd be like, what is this shirtless picture, shirtless painting of your co-host? And I'd be like, you're right. This is unacceptable. I don't expect you to look at that while you stay here. What is this gorilla on the cross? Hey, my, it's Harambe. Fuck off. You staying or not?
0: Maybe, Maybe I'll get my mom to play pool volleyball next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Prano. Do we want to uh, cover more Gary Coleman? <laughs> is there more
1: Gary Coleman to cover? What happened?
0: I do have a song. I mean, we got sports shit, but it's it's sports shit. We don't even have to talk about. This is what I love about this this time of the year. Can I play this Gary Coleman song? Sure. Can I do it? Can I do it? Please, can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it?
1: So Belly's so, like, is that Prince?
0: So last week, we went down this amazing Gary Coleman rabbit hole, right? And I went down another rabbit hole on my own. Dude, he put out a song called The Outlaw and the Indian with this guy, Dion Meow. Meow, meow. Anyway, he put out this song, dude. And, uh, oh, fuck. I can't play it because... Actually, we'll see. I think I can still maybe play it because I had to take the sound off. I don't know if that's going to open up the sound on our YouTube. Would that open up the sound on this one? No. Why? Just turn the volume on that down. That one's muted. But if I unmute a different screen, no. Why would that? I don't know. Anyway, Gary Coleman put out a song called "Try It
1: Right Meow." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gary. Listen, meow.
0: So Gary Coleman put out this song, "The Outlaw and the Indian." I we got to listen to this. Yeah. I think it's gonna... This is 1986. What? The album is called... It's also called... The Outlaw in the Indian. All right, here it is. Sitting in the sun, my day's work done. Mackin' with my lady's squaw. The dust and blue like what I saw. And kicking up dirt
1: was the owl, The mess began, my little fuck man. Later for the R&R. The Outlaw crashed, the pants, smashed. Your homie didn't get too far. Hey, Indian dude. I was
2: tricking around and my car just blew. It's cause if you don't pop a
1: tube, ain't packin' again. Don't start no fuse. Look at my jet of ride. Got
0: no place to go inside Chill out and don't complain Let's walk to hop the train The battle then begins Neither one will win We're trying to be friends The outlaw and the The battle then begins Neither one will win Okay Trying to be friends That's about all we need
1: I just imagine that There are people out there who have J. Cole in their top five Like scrambling to reorder their top five like holy shit,
0: that was dope. How you like? How you like those raps? Those rap skills. Poor Gary Coleman, man. When Dude.
1: you're that famous and you're like in the midst of it, like '86 was his. That was I hate his it. prime, yeah, bro.
0: That was like Tiger, circa 2002. Like
1: he should only be doing like featurings on songs where he's going like, "What you talking about, Willis?" <laughs> <laughs> like, it, stick with what you do.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. There was a uh, there was a, a reality show which they never. That, by
1: the way, that would be the equivalent. You know, that's like if he had right in the height of his prime, right where he's like everywhere he goes, people are screaming, "What you talk about, Willis?" He he drops off of different strokes, isn't heard from for a couple of years, comes back with the Outlaw of the Indian, and people are like he's back, <laughs> he's fucking back. Yeah. He has a terrible rap song that no one bought. It's happening.
0: <laughs> well, today's segment of Gary Coleman was brought to you by Harry's Razors. Uh, oh, love Harry's Razors.
1: I gotta say, you know what? Harry's threw us uh some body wash and Bro. some bar soap recently. Bro. Dude, my that body wash, strong. Bro. Strong with a K. Strong body wash. I mean I got like a fig flavored body wash. I'm not, not, not that I'm eating it, but you could. Uh, you shouldn't, uh, but you probably don't do could. That.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> but it smells so
1: good, you, you think about it.
0: They got it all now. Yeah. Not just shaving cream and, of course, razor blades and razor handles. They got body wash. Guys, you can start. If you don't have Harry's, you can start by going to harry's.com forward slash dirty. Get a $13 value trial set. That was tough to read. Let's try that again, Andy. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, the weighted ergonomic handle, the five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering and shave gel, and a travel blade cover. All these things, guys. It's the best way to start off when you're going to start off with the Harry's. Listeners of Dirty Sports can redeem their trial set once again at harrys.com forward slash dirty. So make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to help support the show. And you know what? Screw it. If you use Harry's this week, you get a koozie too. Wow.
1: It's a koozie
0: bonanza. I got 500 of them. If you send me a screenshot of using harrys.com. Who's
1: doing all this mailing out of koozies? We don't have an intern.
0: I am. The, wow. the post office is across the street. And in a weird way, I kind of like walking over there because I don't have to deal with anybody. I have my system down. Harrys.com forward slash dirty. I'll mail you Acusi. Acusi which says, thus the process. You know who's not thus in the process? Who's that? The WNBA,
1: bro. Oh, no. What happened with
0: them now? Oh, this. God, this, this show. This is an old story, but we have to get to it. Okay. A team forfeited... Because they retired from travel. A team in the midst of a playoff position.
1: They they just forfeited. Did they still do the travel? Yeah. Or they're were like, we're not gonna go.
0: So here's what happened. The ACEs. The Aces didn't want to a- go to which is the Las Vegas team. Right. For the first time in WNBA history, a team has forfeited a game. So basically, this happened uh, due to uh, team-wide cramping. Their flight got canceled. They were stuck basically at the airport because you know they fly commercial. They arrived uh, basically a day later at three forty-five Eastern for a game that was scheduled for seven. Now the WNBA said we can push the game to eight. They said no, we don't want to play. We're tired. We're tired. Cue up the Kevin Hart line and oh,
1: my pussy
0: hurts. <laughs> so, I get it. They they were at the airport, I think, for 21 hours. It sucks. You still arrived four hours before the game starts.
1: Look, I uh, you're I, a you're a
0: professional athlete. I mean this,
1: but this is kind of like. I think it's lame, but I don't. I'm not gonna like completely destroy it because, I mean, that that sort of travel, like you're gonna lose anyway.
0: Yeah. Yes. So I agree. why
1: why put the your people through the paces? You know what I mean. You're gonna lose
0: anyway, but you gotta play.
1: Do you? Well, you do. I mean, Popovich doesn't believe this. That.
0: Well, first of all, I'm not gonna compare these athletes to the Spurs and Popovich because because. Here's another thing that comes into play. S- some of the most outspoken women about the pay bullshit right. played for but, the aces. But This isn't helping their cause, is what no, I'm saying. But
1: the pay thing, f- take this fucking completely out of it. The pay thing is so fucking stupid that like, it should just be considered all on its own how fucking stupid you are. Forever saying that. If you're stupid enough to say that, you're stupid enough to not even realize the link to, oh, we should probably play all of our games. So let's take that out of it. I'll tell you a fucking story, dude. I was up all night. I had a disastrous fucking uh, editing of of my recent episode of the Joe Prano podcast. I did not sleep at all on Thursday night, so I could put that podcast up Friday morning. I didn't sleep at all. I pulled an all-nighter. It was like I was in college except without the fucking Adderall. And, um, I had to do a spot at the improv. In, improv on Friday. I ate shit. I couldn't remember half my jokes. I was so out of
0: it. Yeah, you mentally were checked out.
1: I cu- I tr- I tried. Sure. But like in theory, is it better to like go up at the improv on a Friday night in the main room and not remember your jokes, or just cancel?
0: I think it's better to go up. I think it makes you mentally stronger. You did it. I did it. You didn't flake. I know, but
1: people flake all the time.
0: Yeah, but fuck those people.
1: Yeah. Instead, I ate shit, which I don't do. That's honestly probably the first time I ever didn't do well at the improv. In the main room. The lab's a fucking train wreck.
0: Yeah, but my argument is that makes you... I'm a firm believer in you eating shit in the main room it's going to make you a better comic
1: but it didn't but it wasn't because of my act it was because i didn't fucking i could literally my brain was not able to function
0: yeah but but you still you te- to me that's that's perseverance you still te- you still you knew you didn't get any sleep you still tested yourself the, the e- you didn't take the easy way out that was my point the easy way is saying oh i'm not i'm not driving to hollywood tonight to perform
1: kind of wish i did shout out to shibelli who came and watched that train wreck
0: well, now, hold on, now it all makes sense. His energy of the con- thinking Conor McGregor <laughs> was Mike Tyson. The Hitman and his buddy
1: were like, yeah, you did fine. I'm like, oh, dude, that, that was awful. I didn't even finish my jokes.
0: Yeah, but did you, that's the thing as a comic, like, did you really eat shit or?
1: I mean, I got a couple laughs, but it was like, it, it was just, bad.
0: It just wasn't maybe your best night, which happens all the time. Yeah.
1: Not to me, though. You know me. I like to keep, I like to stay, stay consistently strong 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 could have taken a night off could have i should have wnba'd it forfeit yeah just
0: i'm good i think it's the lamest thing ever for those women to forfeit
1: look i agree with your sentiment that like don't be fucking begging for that shit and then do this
0: I'm just saying, dude. Also,
1: but the other thing is, who are the like who are the bench players who don't get to play? Who aren't like, yeah, we'll go, we'll play.
0: That's the thing they decided as a team. Uh, my pussy, my pussy hurts. hurts. I didn't want to do a show last night either. I was exhausted. I didn't want to run it. And I heard you tried to cancel. I heard the story. How do you know?
1: Oh, oh, look at this. All this and then I, dude, you tried to flake. I was debate. I was dabbling. In oh, it. I heard you were like, "Sorry, dude, shows off." And Alex Hooper was like, "Nah, shows on, bro."
0: No, no, no. Here's what happened. Uh, it was only get- me. It was only me and Alex Hooper. Yep. And I was outside all day, and it hit me. I'm like, "Fuck!" There's only two comics, and, and, and me. You know how it is. As a host, I don't consider myself fucking like. You're hosting the show. Obviously, you do jokes, but. And Hooper's like, I got two girls. I'll get two girls. I'm like, cool, let's do it. I didn't, after he said that, I didn't hesitate. I didn't hesitate. But
1: you weren't like, oh, let me call Prano, see if he's around. You weren't like, let me.
0: You didn't respond to my text earlier today. I would have for sure texted you. Right. I thought, I wasn't sure. I was like, I'm going to give Prano some space. <laughs> Well, we see each other all the fucking time. Yeah. You didn't play pool volleyball, so I thought something was up. So I was like, I'm not gonna bother praying now.
1: No, I was just running on fucking two full days and not sleeping. And then I was like, and then I woke up Saturday morning and you were like, come play pool volleyball. And I was like, Yeah, I'll be there. And then I went back to sleep, and I was like, I have another show tonight. I have to sleep before this one.
0: Yeah. I didn't know you had all the insight on this though.
1: Yeah. You tried to WNBA one last night. Did
0: Hooper reach out to you?
1: He was he was at the West Side Theater.
0: Oh, He did
1: a spot I was the one that told him To park in the fucking manager's space Because he was freaking out About his car getting towed I was like Call Ruth There's a manager spot
0: Yeah No but the same thing I'm glad I did the show last night Yeah I got to fuck around With some new jokes I wrote For some awkward laughs But hey What are you going to do Anyway let's see What other bullshit sports stuff We can lightly touch on today what do we got, Brendan? What do I have here on the rundown? Oh, yeah, this NCAA thing, we actually, this is a, this is a good topic. I didn't read the rundown, I'm not going to lie. You didn't read the rundown?
1: No, I did go in there to put a, put a note in bottom for, I got to give a shout out at the end of the show, but I didn't actually read it while I was in there. I saw Tiger at the beginning and I started shaking my head.
0: Well, they made a new rule for NCAA basketball players, college okay. basketball players. What's the rule? But here's the deal. The rule wasn't even approved by the uh, NBA Players association who has to approve it.
1: Wait, it's a college basketball slash pro basketball rule? Because
0: it's that because it's connected. New rule includes that basically a player can get an agent, and if they're undrafted, let me let go, me s- still
1: go back to school.
0: Yeah. But it's only for like the elite players. It's kind of fucking confusing. It's a, it's it's basically bullshit. Like, like they're not—here's the thing. The NCAA is not addressing—they're not addressing actual problems. So only—see, I, like, I like Jay Billis on all this stuff because he knows his shit. Plus, he's a lawyer. Like, I like Jay Billis. I'm a lawyer. He knows his shit, dude. Jay Billis' tweet response to this rule was, this new rule is meaningless because only combine invites can return. So only elite players who get the agents can return. So they only care about the good. So, so let's say you're a top 50 NCAA player. You get an agent. You don't get drafted. In the past, once you got the agent, you couldn't go back. Right now, they're like, oh, you can go back to college. But it's only the people who were invited. You know, they have the, they have the summer workouts. Right. Only those college players. So it doesn't address uh, the guy who thinks he might get drafted who's not invited. How many of those guys? How many guys that?
1: don't get invited to that are getting get agents are getting no forget that are getting drafted as underclassmen i don't know it's kind of a one in a thousand right
0: i'm not sure who
1: here's the answer stop it stop just let them do whatever the fuck they want this this fucking that's why i like the nba the nba will probably be like fine great rule we don't care uh like let like just let them do their fucking thing this is like f- the the fucking forced these these fake college rules stop it stop pretending they're going to class stop pretending like oh they'll oh they'll just go back to being an amateur athlete you mean getting paid to play basketball in fucking north carolina
0: well I'll tease up next episode just stop
1: with the sham
0: cuz it ties t- at t- the NCAA it ties into it you know we had uh Former NFL running back Ryan Grant stopped by the Smut Studio a couple weeks ago. Yep. And uh, he will be our guest on the next episode. And we talk about this stuff. We talk about his time at Notre Dame and uh, how difficult it was because he did have to go to class. And, you know, at Notre Dame, you used to be just – and I and I already knew this. They changed it, I think. But, like, his roommates were just, like, normal college students. Normally they have, like, an athlete dorm or an at- he,
1: he told us he ate in the cafeteria. He had to eat on regular student schedule. Yeah. None of this fucking. None of this walking into the like the locker room, like in Clemson, and there's a fucking water slide and that fucking, <laughs> <there's> a fucking is like goddamn <laughs> trampoline room, where your fucking tutors are bouncing around on trampolines, yelling out your fucking test answers. <laughs> Yo, Deshon <laughs> Question three is gonna be C. <laughs> He's like, stop bouncing, yo. He's like, no.
0: Man, this episode's been a gift bonanza from yeah. you, bro.
1: She's like fucking coming down the water slide. Your physics test. It's gonna be
0: B. <laughs> yeah. What what Clemson they had the most like ridiculous football facility. Yeah. They had like miniature golf, like a video game room. But they're there for school.
1: They're like, where's the study hall? Said, Dabo's like, <laughs> <laughs> study hall. Would that be some sort of hallway where you study? What kind of nonsense is that? Go to the pinball room and shut up.
0: The pinball room. I think they had a bowling alley, too. Yeah. I'd love to have a bowling
1: alley. I love bowling. It's too damn expensive now. I know. It's ridiculous. Look at the Mar Vista bowl or Bolero now. It's ridiculous.
0: That used to be a cheap date. You might as well just take a girl that to-
1: That was ha- a go-to date for me back in the day. Dude,
0: Dude, you might as well just take a girl to like Hama Sushi.
1: Oh, way cheaper. Unless you're going to play fucking one game. When are we doing our sushi since you lost to me? I'm ready, man. I could do all you can eat sushi any day.
0: That's the place on Lincoln.
1: Lincoln and Ocean Park.
0: I haven't been to that one. It's fantastic. The one next to Gelson's?
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's not like, oh, you're not like, holy shit, this is the best sushi ever. But I've been to all you can eat sushi places where like, yeah, this whole fucking thing is bullshit. You know what I mean? Sushi sucks. Not big sushi. There, they fucking, they go for it. And the guys are dope. They're cool. They want you to fucking drink and party. Let's
0: do it this week, man. Actually, my mom's in town.
1: Bring her. All you can eat sushi with your mom
0: sounded really sexual, Prano. Wait, 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 wait. Really sexual. All you can eat sushi with my mom. I'll
1: eat your man. I'll eat your mom's baked crab hand roll. If you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's an all-you-can-eat sushi room in fucking Clemson? <laughs> Yeah, Ryan Grant's like I had to eat in a cafeteria.
0: Man, yeah, you guys like, are- thats
1: funny. My roommate was a chef.
0: Dude, he was talking about eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Well, I right. don't—I don't give away the whole episode. Yeah, it's a great episode, but Jesus, I mean, and then hence I was like, Joe and I were like, why'd you go to Notre Dame, bro? Yeah, dear God, I mean, you go to these other schools; these guys are treated like royalty.
1: Yeah. At Clemson, they they show they shove bread down a jelly water slide, and it lands in a pile of peanut butter, <laughs> and then they fucking eat that. Dude, I'm big on peanut butter and jellies again. Yeah, you love peanut butter and jelly. I got because again, you're five.
0: <laughs> no, like a part of me is five. Like the hip thrusting stuff. Like I love doing that stuff.
1: The sitting Indian style on your couch with no shoes on on the fucking internet.
0: A lot of people are complaining that we don't look at the YouTube comments tonight. Oh, uh, go, go, yeah, let's do it.
1: Go through some YouTube comments. Let's let's hear. Go back to the top. Let's hear some people screaming about Tiger.
0: No, I I think people are just like, do they look at the comments? It's hard. Of course, we need an intern. Of course we do. Let's get to the intern thing, <laughs> dude. I told you this would happen. You can't just put this shit on me. What do you mean? Because everybody's like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, and it's like, I don't even know what we're doing.
1: We're we're having a thust off.
0: Yeah, ten events. The
1: Great American Thust Off.
0: Who's doing this, Prano?
1: What do you mean? Who's doing it? It's not that hard. Bowling. We're, we're adding that to the list. We're, clearly, we're
0: adding bowling. Who's paying for
1: all this? I mean, we, look, they
0: can bowl. We can we can pay for them to bowl a game. So now we've had it. We, so we have video editing, Photoshop, bowling, pool, volleyball. Pull volleyball up to four events. We do not need ten events. It's too yeah, many. we do.
1: That's, that's the fun of it. Just pick random shit. Miller Lite chugging. Oh, I don't drink. Well, you get zero for that round. What if they're underage? Well, you get zero for that round. Show me a fake ID. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what? Look at this. You Show me your Photoshop skills with the fake ID for your beer chugging contest. Boom, you just won two events at once. Okay, fair enough. Ruth, Ruther tossing, you know, who can throw denty the farthest? Like a trader Joe fucking shop till you drop. Go get 10 items of the 10 items for Ruther's fuckboy scramble. Ooh. Who, who can gather all that and check out at a Trader Joe's fastest? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, man, I know what I'm talking about. I like that. And we'll go when I go. I but, uh uh fucking a thus the process koozie picture contest. Who can get the a picture with the hottest girl holding a drink with a thus the process koozie or a guy?
0: Best looking person holding yeah. Thus the process. Like if, if one koozie. of these kids
1: comes back and he's like, I, so "Here's a picture of me and Kate Upton with a fucking thus the process koozie," I'll be like, "You get all ten points for this round."
0: Is somebody writing these down? Somebody write these down, please. We have zero interns here. What's going on? We we have EJ one week. We have Chabelli,
1: Rip, Trevor.
0: Okay, I gotta I gotta tell you Trevor thing. So Trevor dropped off my keys yesterday. Did he? So he dropped this them whole
1: on. key thing was the so this, this is the most ruther thing I've ever heard of. Well,
0: he was going to be in the area. Yeah, they had an ESPN dinner meeting in Santa Monica. Hilarious. Anyway, I looked at my keys today that Trevor gave me. <laughs> He wrote... Now, actually, you you have them right there. Hold them up for the camera. They're obviously my keys. They're giant blue...
1: Polka dot, because you're five.
0: Oh, but you did it, too! You did it, too! He wrote Ruther on the key. I'm like, no shit, they're mine.
1: Well, you know what's funny? Allie made the same key for something else. A fucking polka dot, this same key. So your
0: girlfriend made the same key.
1: Yeah, so then I wrote your name on this one, because I didn't used to keep it on my fucking... Thing and you kept giving me shit for not having it, and it was just sitting in a jar with the same exact key. So I had to distinct... Then why did Trevor write Ruther on my key? I don't know. Maybe his girlfriend made a polka dot key too. Uh, Who's buying fucking polka dot keys? I don't know. You and my fucking
0: girlfriend. I didn't have a choice when I went to Rite Aid to make the keys. SpongeBob keys or like we have
1: polka dots. It'll have to do.
0: Whatever I put in to make the key maker, it came out polka dots. What you got against Polka Dot Keys, man?
1: Nothing, except now I have two of them. I have to write your
0: name on one. Well, I'm going to Cincinnati after Chicago. The smut Studio is all yours if you want it. All right. Just saying. Maybe you can host some dirtball... Intern events here when I'm gone.
1: Add add uh, the Smut act to my Dirtball Airbnb. A crisp $100 <laughs> bill. I'll give you Ruthers' polka dot keys. You have a fucking bonanza in Savage Town.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa. If, if, if Dirtballs stay here, I get a cut.
1: Well, if you find out. <laughs> it's extra if you want an Instagram story. <laughs> $25 extra if you want an Instagram story. Are That'll you be really Ruther's Airbnb kickback.
0: in your place? The dirt Well balls? I, said, I
1: said that. Uh you know, it, I mean, it's not like a, whenever you guys come to town. I'm just saying, like, if it works out, you know, if the timing is right. My girlfriend has a place uh, across town now. So if, if the timing works out and you're here and you hit me up and you go, I want, I've want, i got a crisp $100 bill for every night I'm going to stay in your place. You're in. I like it. I just had my maid come today. Bananas in my place. You have maid. Yeah, Blanca.
0: What do you pay Blanca?
1: Well, I got to pay Blanca extra if I don't get her often. She's pretty cheap. She's like re- she's. Like, I think she's like sixty bucks if she comes regularly. Sixty. Yeah, it's
0: fucking overpriced.
1: She does a fantastic job. Two
0: hours. How long? How long? You get? She was
1: there two and a half hours today. I mean, she goes to town. Are you tipping her? No. I mean, I just give her so, sixty cash. I mean, I give her a check. Yeah, but uh, give her a check. Yeah. I got to go cash for like my it's not like my checks going to bounce.
0: So Blanca wants this I'm just that's a that's an interesting move by Blanca. I would think she wants it all under the table.
1: No, she's got business. I don't know. I read her name on it. It's not like it's going to fucking Blanca Made LLC or whatever. Like maybe it's for Anyway, point is uh she she's actually really cool. She's like whatever you want to pay. But like that's some venice shit. Yeah. But it was like 7 months and then uh, I was actually given a surf lesson this morning and she stood outside my place for an hour cuz my girlfriend didn't answer the phone cuz she was fucking sleeping. So then I felt bad. I gave her 100 bucks today.
0: Give me 100 bucks. I'll clean your place.
1: Dude, I'm telling you. She goes to town. She fucking fabulosos the floors, you know what I mean? She fucking cleans inside the refrigerator. She threw out my old food. She like uh, goes she goes fucking uh, expiration dates. Yo. She's I'm not, cleaning inside the oven.
0: I might got to get... I Maybe I got to get Blanca.
1: Yeah. She's cleaning inside the oven. She's cleaning, like, fucking... She goes to town, bro. I'm a hairy man. She got a pound of hair out of my bathroom. I guarantee it.
0: God, we're pathetic. We live in a studio apartments and we're hiring. But my thing is... I used to have a cleaning lady.
1: My thing is, that's why I don't get her. She gets pissed at me because I don't get her regularly, but I'm really good. You know me. You've been to my place. Yeah, you're clean. I keep my shit tight. It's Italian in you. But then... I need so every couple months I need her to come over and just go like to the bones, and then I do a good job keeping it pretty tidy. Yeah, I vacuum, I sweep, I fucking clean my sinks. You know what I mean? Like that's why I I probably shouldn't wait every seven months. I could get her on like a quarterly plan though. If she came every three months, my place would be spotless, hundred percent of the time. Seven months, she's like, bro, I just throw out fucking old food from your fridge.
0: What about? Once every two weeks.
1: My, I just It just wouldn't get dirty enough.
0: All right. We'll discuss off air. I'm interested in Blanca. Yeah. Let's get to some dirtball calls. Before we do that, Joe, SeatGeek is where I'm going to get my tickets for a Reds game, which I'm going to, Wednesday that I'm back in Cincinnati. Who are they playing? I forget. It's a day game, though. So my mom actually told me about it. So, I'm going to go on SeatGeek, get my tickets for Great American Ballpark. I'm sure there will be four people at that game. But, it doesn't matter. I love SeatGeek. What do you C-Geek.
1: mean? They're, f- they're like 500 in their last, like, 40 Get They're back! They're
0: back! I love it. And also, guys, if you want to get your tickets for the NFL season, SeatGeek, the easiest way to get your tickets to all games, all season long. I know I'll be looking at SeatGeek for Rams and also... Los Angeles Chargers. We should go to a Chargers game this year. I'm
1: down. I'm down.
0: It would be a fun stadium to see a game. The tickets are a little more expensive because it's such a small stadium, but it's definitely worth it because the best part is, Joe, we can get $20 off just like all the Dirtballs can get that, $20 off with their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase SeatGeek Life's an Event. We have the tickets. And again, if you guys want to meet us in Chicago, hop on SeatGeek for tickets to the White Sox game. That's a Wednesday, September 5th game. And Monday, September 10th against the Cubs. Hop on SeatGeek, drop promo code DIRTY, get $20 off those tickets.
1: So excited for Chicago.
0: I'm so excited, too. All right, do we have any calls today? Did Did I pull some calls? Let me see what we got here. Oh yeah, we got a baseball call for you. Yeah, let's do it. I hope you can understand this. Thick accent here. Canadian. Oh boy. Very thick accent. Let's see what we got.
2: Hey Andy and Angel. <laughs> uh this is Nick from fucking Ontario. Um, hate the French. This is this guy. Hate the French. They suck. Quick questions. Might be better for you and Laz, but what should the Jays do? Should they bring up fucking Vlad the Impaler Jr. Should we just leave him down there? I don't know. The Jays fucking suck this year. It's not exciting. We need some excitement. What do you think? Bring up the young kids or what? Go Leafs, go. Habs suck. Fuck the province to
1: Quebec. That was that was so Canadian.
0: That was the most Canadian call we've ever had. Yeah. Is, uh, speaking of Canada, is Jacob Face still alive? The last
1: time he said this, he tweeted us. He was like, I'm still alive. I mean, he got a dirty sports tattoo on his ass. Yeah. Can you imagine being Jacob Faith and a girl seeing that and being like, it's a podcast I used to listen to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like Tiger. He just went away, bro. Yeah. He comes back occasionally. Remember his call from Earl's Wine Bar?
1: I imagine like Jacob Faith being like he he got he went to rehab it took he's a born again christian with a wife and a 1-year-old he had that fucking laser removed from his ass
0: I love that line What's that on your ass? It's a podcast I used to listen to. <laughs> yeah. I used to be the hockey correspondent.
1: Yeah. They're like what podcast? He's like I don't remember. Dirty sports or something or Damn sports show. The best damn –
0: I don't know. So what do you think about his call?
1: Uh, well, I haven't seen – I've seen highlights from – so his question was about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That's right. Who is like a, the fucking –
0: The next big thing, right?
1: Yeah, he he swings just like his dad. He hits fucking bombs just like his dad. Um, I don't know enough about his minor league stats to know if he's proven himself – ready for the big leagues but i will tell you that i think um i'm in favor when your team sucks of getting these guys up in the august september call-ups giving them major league baseball experience and and seeing if they take if he comes up and he tears it up if he comes up even if he comes up and he hits 250 but shows that he can like you know hang with major league pitching at least you know what you got i i also don't Think that it's necessarily a bad thing. You call up a guy now, and then you send him back to the minors. Like you know, then the season ends. If he doesn't make the team next year, he doesn't make the fucking team next year. When you sign some guys or whatever, however you shuffle your organization in the it's all experience in the winter. But like, why not? Yeah, why not get him up here? Yeah, maybe get him up here and see. Oh, he can hit major league pitching, but he can't field at a major league level yet. We got to send him back to the minors and let's let him fucking learn to field.
0: Sure. All right, let's get to uh, our next call.
2: Hey, Dirty Sports, it's Mark from Virginia just calling in about the Ray Lewis uh, incident with the uh, article on Sports Illustrated. Hey, I agree with Joe on this one. Definitely Ray Lewis, I mean, great linebacker, Ravens fan right here, speaking from the heart. I mean, yeah, he's great. He's fantastic on the football field, but you can't deny the accusation of murder, right? Yeah, just like Joe said, and with Andy as well. Um, the big thing that I noticed from this article is that it's all about the protective bubble from the uh, from the locker room that pretty much insulated, as the author called it, um, insulated Ray Lewis. Um, now this brings up a good question, though. Um, ben Roethlisberger, two accusations of rape early in his career. Jameis Wisdom, we've seen his sexual assault uh, case come to light. Uh, my question to you guys is, is that how do we apply this theory in real life for, like, real-life Joes, like everyday working folks like you and I? Um, it, is the same standard held uh, for us, or is there a different standard set because these guys are, you know, top of their class, they're premier players on their own respective teams? Um, and just wanted to see what you think about if the reporter maybe should have also did a little bit of a grandstanding, as they called it, uh, to Ray. Um, yeah, let's get Guido Scarducci on the uh, line here <laughs> and get an investigation going. Um, yes. and Joe, love, love the, uh, Ray Lewis, somebody I was laughing actually really hard. I had to hold my laughter in at work when I heard that line listening in on my headphones. Uh, condoms are for the Washington Redskins later.
0: Guido Scarducci.
1: <laughs> um, so I mean, I, first of all, thank you for the call and uh, and being, like, an honest Ravens fan and saying, like, hey, I'm a Ravens fan and I don't – fuck like I said about LT, you know, it's like you can like him as a player and you can like everything he brought to your organization, but you got to be like, hey, that's separate from the guy, you know? Uh, Chinatown's a fantastic fucking movie. Roman Polanski had sex with a fucking 13-year-old. Yeah. You know? I mean, age is a number, but 13 is a pretty fucking low one. <laughs> I
0: mean – um. Well, you know, my thing, if I can hop in here for a second, my thing I've always preached is we're all hypocrites. And let's just own that shit. Like your point about Chinatown or me dancing to R. Kelly's Ignition every time it comes on at a bar or a nightclub or wherever I'm at. It's like we're all hypocrites. Just own that shit. And, and, and to me, that's the problem is people, they take, like, like you said with Ray Lewis, they take this odd, hard line which is it's just bizarre to me. It's like, you can love him as a player on the football field, but no, he was connected to two guys. But you can also, the,
1: the hypocrisy thing, I think, is, you know, it's interesting because it doesn't mean, I don't think it means you're a hypocrite if you still think The Ignition or Billy Jean is a fucking good song. Yeah. But just like Tiger, just like we were talking about with Tiger, Doesn't mean I have to root for him to continue to succeed. Yeah. I'm not hoping R. Kelly puts out another good track. I'm hoping that's it. You know what I mean? Good song. I'll fucking dance to it. Chinatown. Great movie. I'm not like, I hope fucking Roman Polanski makes another film. I don't. Like, that's the same thing with Tiger Woods. I don't hope he succeeds. I mean, honestly, I don't really give a shit. I don't care about who wins or doesn't in golf in general. But, like, I'm certainly not – if I do care, it's not like I want the asshole to win.
0: Well, he does bring up a good question as far as the normal job, the non-athlete, the non-celebrity.
1: But this is – the same things happened to powerful people forever. Bill Clinton was also a rapist. Supposedly. Right. So, uh, just like Ben Roethlisberger,
0: Donald Trump. That's what I'm saying. All of them. Right. Supposedly.
1: Right. But that's the thing. Like, that's that's where you get into real hypocrisy. Like, because times are changing and people are being a little bit more uh, aware of all this stuff and saying we're going to take a hard line on it. But they don't. And then it's believe all women, except for the women that accuse of Bill Clinton and say that Hillary Clinton showed up to their hotel rooms and was like, we really need you as part of this campaign. Basically rape shamed people for her husband. But you're still voting for her? Okay. So it's not believe all women. But
0: that's my that again, hypocrisy.
1: Right. But that's that's where that's hypocrisy. Like saying saying Ignition's a good song. I don't think it's hypocrisy. But my point is, saying I'm, I'm buying i I'm buying the new R Kelly album. That's hypocrisy.
0: But my point is we we would we you and I would both have no problems putting athletes on this show with checkered pasts, but I mean it depends what that checkered past is. Ben
1: Roethlisberger's not doing this show. I uh, you, you wouldn't put him on the show. No, no
0: bullshit. Have, they, you, have you
1: have you read the details of the Ben Roethlisberger rapes? I have not. They're it's not good. I would not have him on the show.
0: Well, I knew that, well, well the 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 one in Georgia was what, shoving a girl in a bathroom stall?
1: Yeah. The other one's rape. The other one, he calls down to the hotel fucking desk and specifically asks for a girl to come up and check his TV that's broken. His TV isn't broken. He doesn't let her leave. He fucks her. No. He's not invited. I mean, if you're inviting him into your apartment, okay. I'm not fucking sitting down with that. That's that's rape.
0: But that's also supposedly, too. I'm just saying. Yeah. We, we don't know.
1: Well, we know, again, where there's smoke, there's fire. OJ. Was a murderer.
0: I know. I would totally have him on Dirty Sports. I've said this.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, OJ is a...
0: I'm just saying, what would you do if OJ Simpson said, yes, I will give you guys an interview? I would for sure. Of course. Why wouldn't we?
1: Uh well I'd have to think about it but like the the thing with OJ is like the novelty of having OJ on like I'm just coming from a norm like if like any other murderer besides OJ I'm not sure I'm even thinking about it but then you you know just from the Norm McDonald perspective OJ don't stab us while you're here what if
0: we did a two for one combo I was like yo we'll get OJ and I'm not going to tell OJ. David Zucker is also going to show up. And we'll be like, yo, man.
1: I mean, David Zucker said he wasn't going to have, you know. He took a hard line on, like, never working with OJ again. Did he? Yeah. On our show? I, yeah, I thought he I thought he pretty much was like. Uh,
0: I thought he kind of left the door ajar. I
1: don't know. Tug Coker, right? Didn't they offer them? Didn't, wasn't OJ thrown out to those guys? And they're like, we're good on the OJ.
0: You got to book OJ, man.
1: I'm going to, I'll use. Tug Coker is my moral compass. Tug Coker is your moral compass? Seems like a good one. Yeah, he's a
0: good one. He, he's, got his, he's got his shit together.
1: Yeah, although I'm sure he's rooting for Tiger. He,
0: uh, did you see his tweet? No. You know, because Tiger's wearing his backwards hat yeah. and the glasses. Tug made a tweet like that's how he's going to dress or something.
1: Well, hopefully.
0: <laughs> so that debunks that there.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully Tug's. You know, I, I've i met Tug's wife. She dropped off a nice bottle of wine, bought for a Christmas present from Jesse Stangat at my apartment. Lovely woman. They have a beautiful son. I hope Tug doesn't follow Tiger Woods' moral compass and start banging Perkins' waitresses and then blaming his career failures on his
0: wife. I'm all for banging Perkins' waitresses. Just don't be married when yeah, you do it. Exactly. In fact,
1: Honestly, and if you are married... Here's my thing. I don't even give a fuck if you're married. Definitely don't have kids while you're doing it. That's my line. Married, what do we do? We went into a fucking church? Like that's a real thing? And and pledged allegiance to one another in front of the imaginary bearded cloud monster? I uh, let's let's be honest. That's a fucking sham and a half. But you have a kid and then your kid grows up and they have and, and they get to middle school. And people start pulling up that article about that time your mom assaulted your dad as he drove out of the fucking driveway high on Ambien and crashed into a wall on Thanksgiving's Eve because he found out you were banging slutbag Perkins waitresses. Uh, you're kind of a dick.
0: You know what? I think when I go back to Cincinnati, I'm going to Perkins if, if there's anyone around still. Perkins? What are you talking
1: about? Bob Evans, bro. It's all about Bob Evans.
0: Unreal. Uh, I'm actually really hungry right now. Are you hungry? I could eat. You want to get a Euro afterwards? It's a possibility. Go to the Euro truck? Sure. Let's figure it out. Let's do one more call, and then we'll wrap up this episode.
1: Am I the only person that still says gyro? Yeah. Hey, boys.
2: What's going on? It's Will from Missouri. I got a quick question for you. Do you have any good ejection stories? Maybe you got ejected, a teammate, or a coach. Let me know. I'm sure you guys have something funny to say so that's it and love the show love all the fussing that's it condoms are for pussies
1: in a canary cage (laughs) yeah right what was that
0: (laughs) what the fuck is that
1: the aviary uh uh i think i've told my ejection story before right i
0: know you've told yours i don't think i have
1: one i've been i was ejected from a game against the new york school for the deaf (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> for, for fucking slap fighting a deaf kid because he just
0: and no chill was born.
1: Yeah, well, it was an, uh,
0: slap fighting. Well, a first of all, kid. the New York School for the Deaf was Can ridiculous. You, by the way, is 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 that PC now? What? I, I don't think they could call themselves the New York School for the Deaf. I don't even New York the, School for the mentally
1: the, for the hearing impaired. Hearing impaired, I mean. Yeah, mentally. It was the <laughs> New York School for the Deaf. We played them in JV basketball. Uh, they had a gigantic and when I say gigantic, I mean like ten times the size of one you would see like a guy holding in a marching band. They had a fucking ten times large bass drum that they would that a guy would hit with like a fucking machine <laughs> drum. I swear to God, in place of a whistle. So they'd hear the fucking vibration. And we're getting on <laughs> we're doing an inbounds play, and I'm like on the bass line. I'm like right in front of the inbounder. And, like, my job is to, like, when the guy does it, I'm, like, supposed to go across the lane, like, uh, caddy corner up the lane, set a pick, and then also then the guy's going to come down to the basket. He's going to make a cut. And then if he doesn't get the ball, I'm supposed to roll and come back to the basket. So two potential, like, layup cuts. And I'm getting ready to go, and the guy's, like, fucking art. Like, before they've entered an inbound, he's just, like, got a hold of my shirt. So I just knock his hand off and uh he grabs it again and I fucking and he, knock he his hand off and he's said, fuck you
0: in sign language.
1: He he just he, but but I'm I'm facing this way cuz I'm like going to go whatever but he's kind of like getting between me and the ball. So he's he's not really looking at me. He's kind of like doing this. So I just smack his hand off. I smack it again. And then he puts it on me again and I I kind of smack it off and turn and like Turn his shoulder. Like, I kind of smack it off like this. So he turns around. And I go, take your fucking hands off me. Like, I do fucking deaf sign. I do f- shitty sign language back to him. And uh, the ref comes and throws us both out. So I got ejected against a deaf kid. But also, like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, I mean, you're you're not. Like, that's the thing. You're not mentally ill. You're just deaf. Like, this isn't a hearing impaired situation get your fucking hands off
0: me deaf or blind you definitely go deaf right
1: that's tough i don't know
0: i for sure go deaf
1: um yeah probably i have to think about it a lot longer but probably but comedy we're in comedy you be deaf in comedy
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: You can be blind to comedy. If fact, if I went blind today, I would have a HBO special by New Year's
0: Day. Let's shoot lasers in your eyes. Yeah,
1: I would absolutely. Fucking Val Kilmer
0: style. Just going out
1: there. How's everybody doing tonight? Well, if you have your eyesight better than me. It's true. I'd fucking... I'd... Definitely have an h b o special
0: you'd instantly be on a late night
1: show immediately, yeah, five minutes of being blind. we might have to fake an acid attack on me some some kobe slurper s- throws acid in my face some some tiger woods slurper throws acid in my face what do you think
0: what do you think th- I was thinking about this today this
1: is like the new armor leg.
0: What's the crossover? Did
1: we ever ask you that? That's a Rip Kooks question. Would you rather lose an arm or a leg? That's a good question. It's not that hard unless you're stupid. I mean. My co-host and I used to battle all the time.
0: What is your answer?
1: I would rather lose a leg. Your arm is multi-tools. There's five tools on your arm true Inclu- there's really six your finger each of your fingers and your hand your arm your leg is just a pedestal your leg you, you, guys with fi- I saw a guy surfing the other day with a with no leg dude paddle boarding are you positive that I haven't lost a leg you wouldn't even know yeah first of all you could paddle board without a leg easy
0: no I know I just want to say how
1: much I love it you couldn't paddle board without not, without a hand that'd be very difficult. You Way easier to paddleboard
0: without a leg. This close to buying one the other day. The mayor got me in check. He's like, I've never seen you this amped ever when we had dinner. And he goes, I've never seen you like this. He goes, shut up about. That's when he's like, I'm taking you to Home Depot. And he, he basically got me, instead of spending $300 on a paddleboard that night.
1: Well, you'll love this. That Here's what I found out today while I was at the club. I was at the Yacht Club. They have two paddleboards there just ready to go. Anybody wants to use them.
0: Ooh. I did two hours. I was on cloud nine. You were in the marina. I went as far as I could. You can go all the way to the jetty. He goes, you can't go in the open water. Right. So I, so I, and I did that in back. And I was
1: thinking about that too because I said you were going to fall in the marina and you didn't. I completely didn't. I didn't even factor in the fact that unless you go out, you probably didn't really have that much.
0: Boats were nonstop. Oh yeah, nonstop. You were getting hit with some wake. Big boats, nonstop. Multiple times I almost fell, and I was like, and then I realized once I started not paying attention, when the boats would go by, like, dude, you're going to fall, and and the water's so nasty. Yeah. And I kept thinking about what you were saying.
1: You're going to get fucking hepe.
0: And I was like, I can't fall in the water. And then, uh, but it's tough, because you're seeing the boats, you're seeing other people. Dude, I went by a huge thing of seals right by me. Big ass seals. Seal sea lions are they different? Mm-hmm. Big ass ones. Fucking. Mm-hmm. There's a stingray area. Yeah. By the rocks, she's like, "Do not fall in over them." She's like, "She's like, you can go out there. Do not fall in because you will get stung." Is what she told me. But this is what I love about the paddleboard place. So it's twenty five an hour. Tw- yeah. Twenty if you're a local. And then every fifteen so, minutes. So it, it costs you fifty bucks for two hours. No, so, get this. I get back, the bro who set me up wasn't there anymore. So it was the chick, and she's like, she goes, oh, so you did a little over an hour. And I was 100% honest with her, because I, I wore my watch, my waterproof watch, and I go, I go, I was gone an hour and 45 minutes. She goes, is 25 cool? And I was like, fuck yeah, it is. She charged me 25 bucks. Killer workout, bro. That's
1: great. Yeah, you feel good, right? Your core is probably
0: shredded. I felt good. It was a sunny day. I saw nature. I saw those cool animals. There was a ton of hot chicks doing it. A ton of attractive people in boats. Big ass boats were going by me. I almost fell a couple times. I mean, if
1: you if you get a paddle, you're gonna have to do it here, though. You have to do it in the ocean.
0: I know. Because you're not
1: gonna like, drive that shit to the marina every day.
0: When she told me, I was she's like, dude. I was like, can I hop on my bike with this? She goes, no, no. Like, These boards are too big. Yeah. It'd be a
1: fucking shit show to do that with. Yeah. It's a on disaster. a bicycle, it's a disaster.
0: But the open water is di- different ball game.
1: Yeah, first you got to get out, you gotta get through the waves. Yeah, it's not that bad though. It's super fun to paddleboard in the ocean, and then you can learn to paddleboard into waves. By the way, we didn't even talk like NFL. Did you watch any preseason stuff, or did you get like a? Did you get hyped about? I mean, people were bonering out over Sam Darnold, Saquon Barkley. I saw that highlight.
0: I watched the Barkley. I didn't watch Baker Mayfield. I didn't watch one play, dude. What I've realized is I'm gonna watch things I want to watch. I, I love being outside, man. Like, dude, with you have it all figured out. Like the surfing or the paddleboarding. Like, I'm not gonna waste my time. Like to even today, I, I saw everybody's freaking out about Tiger, the stupid 25 Nazis. I'm like, I'm not even gonna. I just closed my computer. I'm gonna go back to cleaning just bums you out man people they, they just, everyone's just angry i'm not I'm, I'm not about that anymore like like the paddle boarding and i tweeted it out but not having my phone for 2 hours was so awesome like i was like people were not going to i was like they're not going to believe me that i saw all these seals but whatever i saw them it's up here <laughs> i was on a high man and the same thing saturday i missed I felt bad for our buddy Tim. He was waiting outside because he played too. Tim who? Tim Wickham. Tim Wickham. He was texting, calling me. My phone was just sitting there by the pool, forever. I was just I was in the pool playing. Who knows, man? Maybe I'll just give up the podcast. No more technology for me. I'm gonna live in Alaska. Think about that in the woods, the wilderness. Be a man of the people.
1: Man of the wilderness?
0: Yeah, whatever. All right, that's the show. Guys, you can see us in Chicago. Joe's headlining. We have a live podcast Thursday, September 6th. What's that link? I can pull up that link. Do you remember it?
1: I don't. I think it's like 30sportslive.eventbrite.com or something like that, but that might not be right. Uh, But did we put it in our bio or anything? We tweeted it for sure. I definitely tweeted it. But... And he's pulling it up for us.
0: Well, I know it's in the description of the last episode. Oh, great! Got the fucking dent report. Hold on. Um, yes, dirtysportslive.eventbright.com. Wow, I still got it. You do. So go see us in Chicago. Also, only a couple days left for our Madden 19 giveaway. If you want to put yourself in the running for a free Madden video game in the description it's uh, the link is also in the subscription or in the description what else we got
1: oh I don't know I thought I didn't know if you were done you're like okay. looked like you were thinking I'm done uh, JoePrano.com for my shows I'll be at Burbank comedy Festival all this week then of course Chicago ball games live podcast headlining uh, doing a lot of shows around LA so check out JoePrano.com, at fix your life on Twitter. New Joe Prano podcast that you talked about put a fucking... I didn't sleep one night, put in so much effort on this three-person uh, three interview. He uh, didn't
0: sleep, but then he still performed, unlike WNBA yeah. players.
1: Um, also, I want to shout out uh, Christopher Savage, who I don't know... Do you know who... Savage. Chris, Christopher Savage Town. I don't know if he's on Twitter. I tried to find him on Twitter. I tried to find him on Instagram, so I can't shout out any social media. But every once in a while, he he just Venmo's me $4 and 20 (laughs) cents. Sweet. Uh, he Venmo's me $4 and 20 cents and he'll like always have some message in there. Like for Vince, like he'll always send me like a for Vince one, which always warms my heart that Vince lives on in pot related Venmo deposits. And then he just sent me, he literally just sent me one right now. It says 42 cents tax. (laughs) What? (laughs) My Venmo balance is now $8.82 uh, 82 because he sent me like $4 and then four twenty and then $0.42. Cents. Sounds like he's a real savage. Yeah, savage. But he, like every once in a while, he will send me one for Vince, and I just think that's so great. Or he'll be like, buy Miller Lite for Vince. I'm like, yeah, all right. So shout out to Christopher Savage Town.
0: Love it. DirtySports.com at... Fix your life for Joe at Andy Ruther for me. Uh yeah. Let's do it, guys. Actually in Sunday or Saturday, the backyard show.
1: Yes. In Venice at Laz's Place, the eleven eleven show. Backyard show is uh this coming Saturday the eighteenth.
0: I'll be hosting.
1: Yeah. Are you is that official? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's do it. I thought it was on the I thought we were penciling you in because you were hanging with your mom. No. Um, maybe I'll bring my mom. You're in. It's a white guy bonanza. We usually try to get diverse, but we're like, fuck it. Who we got? Uh, Me, you, Laz, Shannon McClendon, Brendan Fitzgibbons, who's a really funny comic from New York.
0: Yeah, he just reached out to me.
1: A bunch of other white dudes. I don't think they're all white dudes, but a bunch of them. I forget who else is on. Cool. Lachlan was supposed to do it, but he's in like Pakistan or something like that. yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, check it out. All right, guys, that is the show. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, condoms are for pussies.